is right time advantage. And you've got Liz, right time. All right. This is like a lot of podcast episodes. Well, you could probably figure out why I'm doing so many at one time. It's because I'm still processing. I'm processing my emotions. I think a lot. And that's it's both a talent and a curse. So, yeah, I think a lot. And for, for so many um, years of my early formative time, I'm talking about like um, AIDS. Mm, seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half to about age 12. What is that, like five years? Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Five, six years. I spent so much time alone. And um, basically, I was on a shelf. <clears throat> and so I made, I had little naive conclusions as a little child. That's fine, you know. God gave me that intelligence, and it had it wasn't developed, and it wasn't um, wasn't nurture and foster it and all those words. It's fine, obviously. Uh, so um, anyway, I guess that's roundabout to say I'm a, I'm used to being alone, and sometimes alone is required and comforting, and sometimes. It hurts. There's an emotional pain that goes with that. So, um, right now it's it's an emotional pain, and this is I told you early on. This is both a journal, a chronicle, a spot for me to chronicle my life. It might even be something that's there post mortem. Because it's going to happen, right? And when it happens, when we're, we're called to, to just be completely spiritual and not just carnal and spiritual as we are, there will be a time when the carnal is finished and it's run out its cycle, either naturally or by force. Meaning like, you know, a car accident or an, a major illness, sudden illness, and you all have probably experienced, had more experience than that, with that than I. Because the only death I really have experienced is my own grandmother, which, if anybody knows me, they know that I've experienced that was losing a mother. You know, and we saw her, we'll say two weeks in the summer, one at Christmas. We'll just say, out of 52 weeks, I might have seen her three, maybe four, if it was a good year. And we'd travel a long way to Pennsylvania. It'd be a very, very long ride in the back. And traumatized children are expected to keep the damn mouths shut in the back. There will be no whining or crying except it, or there'll, there'll be a consequence. And I learned not to um, make too many peeps because those consequences were very vastly disproportionate. And, uh, 
came from a mental illness. I'm an individual. So, but and then there is um, the onlooker, the other parent that had gave no protection. So there was that. It's just a fact. I'm not. I'm doing like a ten percent feel sorry for myself, but ninety percent, um, just facts. You know, it's it's for you to know my story and for me to process it because from the processing, from the unearthing, depends on what you do when you unearth certain memories and things. You can you can add energy and power with it, or it can continue to circulate in pain. It depends on who you are, where you are in life, and, you know, what you go to as your source of, um, you know, what, what, you, what your tools are to transform that. Or even just to speak to the smallness and say, I recognize that you're remembering something, or something in the current day of rejection is causing, oh my gosh, texts are crazy. Anyway. I guess I don't have my volume turned up for, or maybe during recording and the, the volume goes down, which is intelligent of, of recording, but anyway, texts are funny from funny people, but just leave it at that, because I would be telling business, um, so, yeah, and you know, podcasting is also my tool to to circumvent loneliness or process it. Cause honestly, I'm talking to myself. And so I am going to self whenever I'm going to a low feeling or a disappointment. You know, it could be a, a perceived disappointment. We make what things are with our own design and our own labeling. And that means that if you've labeled something a negative, then the counter idea would be you can relabel it and make it a positive. It depends on where you are in your healing. Be patient with yourself. You can make something mean something with a um, a sweet to the bitter. Okay, I'm being nosy. That's people that are getting in their cars. I guess it's lunchtime. They must all be going to lunch together. Nosy neighbor alert. Um... Because, you know, if I, I look just to see if it's someone for me that I need to help and I need to give information to. So, um, thank you for putting up with that distraction. So, I have, I've got personal tools that I use that don't yell at the pain and don't say, why the fuck is this pain still showing up? I've processed this. I've been to decades worth of counseling. I've read a dozen plus self-help books, journaled. I've had introspective. I've used uh, healing imagery where I might, if there's a memory, I might go back in the memory and do something imaginatively creative to um, give myself closure. You know, like, I spent a lot of time in my bedroom when it was a rich home. And so one imagery that I used was coming into my bedroom where I was stuck at a lot as a child. And I spoke to the child 
and I blew up the walls. And then I created, in my mind, imagery. Because I'll do anything to heal and I'll do anything to stop the pain. And that's what I did years ago. And nothing is an absolute fix, but it just it depends on you and how you do it. But I used that imagery and it's creative imagery to give myself a, a, a healing psychological experience that will heal. Because, you know, I've read a lot of books and it's like, how do you heal trauma? And so that was one of the suggestions. And I forgot the book, okay, because it all just conglomerates. It all just kind of does a big, big, massive meld of um, um, emotional intelligence and personal healing tools, things like that. But you can Google that stuff. You've got so much at, at your fingertips. But when the walls busted, I made it be something else whenever the walls came down. It was sunshine, it was an outdoor, beautiful outdoor space. And I'm reminded this the small memory because it's in there. And so when you have a memory, a traumatic memory, it is a it is reoccurring. It's happening again. According to your, your brain, if you look at it on an MRI, the re the repain is could be as impacting as the original pain. Or it could be a reduced amount. But anyway, it will keep coming back until you validate it. Until you say, yes, you exist. And yes, you keep reoccurring. And no, I'm not going to yell at you and it's like, why can't you get the fuck over it? I'm not going to talk to that little self like that. I'm going to say, I will accept every time that you come up and you say, You know, the inner child. The inner child says, I need you, I need to be heard again. And I will say, I will hear you. And I will validate you. And I will try to give inner comfort the best I can. So, that's one of my tools. You know, trauma, trauma response, mental talk tools. You know, I just made that up. But there is a plethora of stuff out there. Um, look for it, okay? Get yourself fixed. I knew I was a young mother, and they activated and and they activated that bad mom that I had seen. And while I didn't give them the the mother that I had, I still got you know mother wounding that transferred, and you know I I am a filter. And so I tried to try to thicken and strengthen my filter because I didn't want that to get through, but I'm not a superhuman. And at the time, I only had certain types of tools, mental tools, and I was, it was in them <laughs> trying to recreate healing mode. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... They were basically learning, as I was learning, the children that were under my care. When I told the Lord, I was like, just please stop my heart. 
if I ever go to the points that I had received as a young person, as a young small, as a little, as a vulnerable, tiny, and I say, kill me. The instant something like that happens, or begins to happen, just strike me. Strike me now. Because I will not do that. But, so, yeah, as a young mom, I only had the tools that I had up to that point. I don't have a 47-year-old's wisdom as I do now. Um, I got a text. Sorry about the delay. I had a 27-year-old wisdom. I had my first baby at 20. Was I pregnant at 27 or 28? So I think I had my first child birthed at 28, 27. So I didn't have 20 years worth of wisdom. Nobody does. They figure it out as they go. They have the tools that they have at the time. And if you're looking for tools, you'll find them. If you don't, you're going to turn into a narcissistic, evil person. And your, your filter for the dark is going to be thin. So. Let me answer this little text here, okay? I'm going to say something. told her I'd call her in five minutes, so, um, but anyway, trauma response in uh, a human's daily life from early childhood, or they call it ACE, Adverse Childhood Experiences, it's a book, a terminology or a topic, and so it's an ongoing um, response. No, I'll be 50. I will be 48 in the fall. Here coming up in November. And it still comes back. And it still says, it still whimpers. You know, this inner child in me. And so if things in life kind of happen, or they remind me of, of something back then, it just kind of goes back to that. And it comes out and it says, help me, is what it says. And I do. I don't diminish it. I don't dismiss it. I don't demonize it. I don't say you're flawed, you're ugly, I hate you. No. You don't do that to trauma response. Or, you know, when when you have a bubbling up. Um, and, um, and live a quality life. You can do what you want. But um, I'm here to live a quality life. And give love and positivity to those that care about me and that those that receive from me. My friends, my circle, my family. Those that are lucky enough to have me as a girlfriend or a lover. You know? So. It's part of the battery charging. For a specialized kind of charging. But, uh. I don't know, this made me really vulnerable, so anytime I stir it up, um, I think of it like a snow globe. And some of that sediment, you know, there still might be bad stuff in that sediment. It might be sparkles and pretty, 
let's say, at the bottom, and it's settled. But some of this also might have, like, bits of broken glass or something. And so when I shake it up and I talk about it, that's, that's, uh, it circulates. And then it settles. And how do I repack that? Or how do I reform that? Or how do I soften the edges on that little bits of broken glass? Or, you know, that's, it's every day. They just think about it, how to do it. And you, you be your own resource and you look for things to help you. And then you also become specialized and equipped emotionally to help those that have experienced a trauma. Different kinds of trauma. You're going to have a spousal trauma, a spousal wounding. Your spouse can hurt you, and you have been allowing it in different kind of ways, and different kind of levels, on the different kind of spectrum. I mean, I was in my apartment. I moved in there the first, and for the first three weeks, I heard a lady getting the shit beat out of her by her husband with the kids in the house. And I called one time, and it didn't help a thing. And so because she's like, no, I'm fine, you know, because the walls are, are thin. And I, I knew that the power wasn't with me. You know, power wasn't with the police. Power was in her, but she didn't have the strength to pull it and to use it. And she didn't maybe didn't know she had it. So, why was I thinking about that? Oh, yeah, because I brought up the topic of different kinds of, uh, uh, Wounding, it can be current. Wounding is wounding, you know. It's just different forms, you know. You're going to have, you can be hurt by a butter knife, fork, knife, by a blunt brick, you know. I got whooped with an electrical cord once, electrical cord. Um, and whatever somebody can grab and use. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of it metaphorically. Know what I'm saying? So, anyway, friends, I'm gonna go process <laughs> and see what this settles. And I'm sure that every time I bring it up, is I'm gonna smooth off the edges. And so when it does circulate, I'm gonna turn that into happy and sparkle. And maybe next time I shake up the globe, it'll be less and less pain. And that's what kind of deal we have as a unique ace adults so and you heard my acronym because it's a real thing look it up okay bye my friends right time advantage i'm this right time because it's the right time to be vulnerable and disclose because my vulnerabilities i'll give you permission to think about your vulnerabilities and how you can solve and be nurturing and helpful to yourself because um it's what i'm about